Well, it's really, really good to be back here at CTR. I've, I've been gone the last two Sundays on vacation, and it was great to have some time off, but you, you miss your family. You, you, you miss starting the week off worshiping together. And so you'll, if you'll just indulge me a little bit, I, I want to share just one story from our trip and really the, the last day of coming back from our trip. So a couple Wednesdays ago, my, my wife and I, we, we load up our two boys and we go down to Galveston to spend a week at the beach. And it was great. The boys loved it, especially my oldest son and my, my younger son only ate sand a little bit, so it was okay. It was just nice to get away and just spend some, some good family time together. Well, before we leave, Amy says to me, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the beach, but I'm also excited to have a road trip with you. It's very sweet, right? Well, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> no issues on the drive down. It was, it was surprisingly really easy, but the, the drive back, quite a different story. We leave Galveston on a Tuesday around 9.30 a.m., and, and we drive into Houston to visit my brother and his wife and new baby, and Amy got to take pictures. I got to catch up with my brother, so it, it was really good. We're leaving Houston, scary of the Houston traffic, but it's not too bad, and then the rain starts. Lots of rain, hard rain. You know, that, that kind of rain where you actually drive maybe 40 miles an hour on the highway because you just... You can't see that far ahead of you. Kind of white-knuckling the wheel. We're passing by multiple wrecks. There's lots of stuff in the car. And, of course, a pre-K and a toddler passenger that are being, well, a pre-K <laughs> and a toddler passenger. We drive slowly and long <laughs> enough that the rain stopped. And it actually turns out to be a pretty nice day. And we're... We're driving down the lovely Highway 6 on our way to the Promised Land <laughs> College Station. <laughs> kind of like the Hebrews before they get to the Promised Land, there's a little bit of <laughs> trial and testing, so also for us. In Navasoto, going a good 70, 75 miles an hour, I suddenly say, that doesn't sound right, does it? We pull over, yep, flat tire. Now, we're right by the highway. Semi's going real fast, two small kids in the car, kind of scary. And of course, everything in the back has to be unloaded to even get to the spare tire, and then the rain starts again. <laughs> Thank God for speedy roadside assistance with better tools as I'm still jacking up the car to remove the, the, the tire. The spare's put on, we get back <coughs> on the road, and we spend a good hour and a half in College Station waiting at Discount Tire Company. So you think that's it, right? Nope. <laughs> Maybe 30 minutes later, we're still driving down on, on Highway 6, and I say, that doesn't smell right, does it? <laughs> we pull over, and yep, our 15-month-old has had a blowout in his car seat. That's poop. <laughs> Little on the car seat, some on his hands and face. It's just kind of gross. That's the kind where you just throw away the outfit because it's not, it's not even worth it. So we, we go through all that and we start driving away again. And I start chanting, road trip, road trip, road. <laughs> and you got to laugh because, A, I mean, why get upset on vacation, right? <laughs> and B, negativity feeds on itself and it destroys things. So all this to say, thank you for the vacation. It was mostly good. And I'm really glad to be back.
And so our, our New Testament lesson today from the letter of the Hebrews has two of my favorite scripture verses. God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. That verse became so important to me when I was 15 and almost 20 years later, it's still important to me. Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. I could hear that every day and never tire of hearing it. And then a few verses later, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I love these because it's about the constancy of God in Jesus Christ. The constancy of God in Jesus Christ, and particularly constant in love, constant in mercy, constant in pursuing us, and in his expectations. God is constant in love. It always starts with love, right? God is constant in love because he is love. Everything and everyone is an outpouring of his love. Let's remember that none of us have to be here. None of this has to be here. As, as we've said before, we were made without our cooperation. We were made without our consent. We are here simply because God willed us to be here. He loves us to be here. And here's the th crazy thing about God's constant love. We cannot earn it. And we certainly don't deserve it. Isn't that nice to think about? That because we are so used to conditional love, we're, we're so accustomed to transactional friendships, we all often get used to human relationships being about what each person brings to the table. And if we ever decide that it's not worth it, then it's not worth it, and there's no relationship anymore. We've gotten so used to broken relationships and broken families. As I said a few weeks ago, what, what do you tell a teenager who simply asks, why did my parents leave me? Brothers and sisters, we have to know at our core, foundationally, that the love Jesus has for us is constant. We cannot earn it. We do not deserve it. And that's the beauty of it. His love for us and, and, and for all people, it never goes away. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is constant in mercy. Thanks be to God because I am a sinful man. My wife can tell you all about that. <laughs> Just yesterday, I really ran out of patience. Sometimes I get angry. I, I can be cynical. I can be very judgmental. I've made mistakes as a husband, as a father, as a priest, as a friend. But firstly, firstly, as a disciple of Jesus Christ. You know, it's been said that true love means saying I'm sorry. And I know there's plenty of people that we say sorry to, but sometimes do, do we forget to say sorry to God? When I mess up as a husband, I, I apologize to Amy, but I also need to apologize to God because he's entrusted me with a sacramental marriage. When I mess up as a dad, I apologize to my son, but I also need to ask forgiveness from God because he's charged me with raising one of his disciples. When I mess up as a priest or a friend, I've hurt a brotherly bond that the spirit of the living God has given us. So I need to say sorry to God. So I say it again. Thanks be to God. He is so constant in his mercy and his forgiveness. Jesus is always ready to forgive and he mercifully waits for us to acknowledge our sins and return to him. So if you're struggling with any pain or guilt, or shame, or, or some kind of brokenness in your life, acknowledge it before the God of all mercy. 
Jesus is ready to forgive and to heal. And if you don't believe me, just, just read a gospel book. Forgiveness and healing of body, mind, and spirit was a top priority for him. And Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Very much related to this is that Jesus is constantly pursuing us. One of my favorite quotes is, religion is about man searching for God, but Christianity is about God pursuing man. Catch that? How true that is. And, and, and isn't that the whole narrative of Scripture? How, how God continually and, and constantly and faithfully reaches out to his people to guide and to, to direct them, to, to show them which way to go, to, to discipline them when they don't go that way, and, and especially to come to us in the person of Jesus Christ and to stay with us through the power of the Holy Spirit. I know that there are plenty of times in our lives when we wonder where God is whether it's a, a tragedy in a different state or just the, the inward struggles of our hearts. But, but again, we have to know that God, the Holy Spirit, is always with us, always among us. Jesus promised us that. So, so it's not really a question of where God is. It's a question of where we are in relation to him. My friends, Jesus is always pursuing us, daily telling us, follow me. And Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Finally, he is constant in that call to discipleship, constant in his expectations. If you've never thought about that before, maybe we can make some comparisons. So in, in high school, I, I had a couple friends whose, whose parents or parents was never really around. I didn't care how, the, how my friend did in school or what they did all summer, and they had no weekend rules or curfews, so obviously that's where we went on, on weekends because there was no parents, no rules, right? But looking back, that's, that's not cool parenting. That's bad parenting. If you've ever had a teacher or a boss that never gives any clear expectations of the job or the class, we said that's a bad boss, right? How much more of the God of the universe who loves us constantly. How much more Jesus who calls us into his own family and makes us inheritors of his own kingdom. Yeah, he's got expectations just as a good parent or a good leader would. And the, the disciples knew this. It took them a couple of years to figure it out, but, but they eventually got it. One of my favorite ones is, is Peter. He had some hard lessons to learn. But the expectations were simple and constant and challenging. You know, when Jesus first met Peter, he says to him, follow me. Three years later, after the death and resurrection, Jesus again told Peter, you must follow me. That's an invitation. It's a challenge. It's an expectation. And Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So here at Christ Redeemer, we're actually continuing that call to discipleship. We want to be a family that makes disciples of Jesus Christ. So I'm excited, very excited that beginning next week, we're kicking off a sermon series on discipleship and a season of discipleship. We'll talk about the call, the, the conversion, the commission of discipleship. So if you want to dive deeper, if you want to dig deeper, if you want to invite others into a relationship with Jesus Christ, we'd love for you to be here the next few weeks. 
as we all explore together what it truly means to follow the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And it's to him that we give the glory now and forever. Amen.